Hey, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we start this next episode, I have a quick question for you. How do you feel about being subpoenaed in your private practice? If you have any fear, sense of dread, or worry, you are not alone. Please join us for our upcoming training with Nicole Stoller-Peterson on mastering your subpoena process in private practice. It's going to be an amazing training to help build your confidence, to help you serve your clients better, and to take out the guesswork when it comes to being subpoenaed in your private practice. All you need to do is go to zinnime.com and check out the training there. You will also get a recording if you sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Hey everyone, welcome to the Starting a Counseling Practice podcast. This is Kelly. I'm one of your coaches at ZinniMe. And today I'm joined by another team member as we're doing a series on introducing you to the ZinniMe team. I want to introduce you to Blade. Welcome, Blade. (laughs) This is Blade's first podcast. So everyone, send him some good energy. Congratulate him for being vulnerable because when you sign up to work with ZinniMe, you probably didn't know you're going to be asked to do a podcast. It's definitely a surprise to me, but you know what? That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you talk about your role with ZinniMe and how you support therapists in our community? So my role has kind of evolved over time, but primarily what I'm focused on now is I basically kind of share our message of any kind of upcoming events, trainings, or resources that we're going to provide. So that would include things like sending out all the emails that you receive, um, preparing posts on social media, setting up the pages for events. So like when you're signing up on things, all those kinds of like public facing um, mm-hmm. materials. Yeah. You have a love for copywriting as well. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, ever since I was like a kid, I've enjoyed writing in general. So this is really? kind of what it's evolved into. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week we were like chatting and you're, and you said, I want to do more copywriting. And really the way we do copy on our team is pretty collaborative because we want to have a cohesive voice, but you really enjoy writing for the voice of ZinniMe. What is, what has it been like? Okay. Cause you're not a therapist, but you stepped into this company that works with therapists and mental health. What has that learning been like as you've gained more knowledge of mental health, the field as a whole. I'm just curious. So fun fact, you probably don't even know this. I actually used to want to be a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) So I mean, the mental health field has always been very important to me, but I feel like since getting involved with this position, I definitely learned a lot because even just like the whole thing that we talk about with just the importance of setting your feet to something that's going to be sustainable for your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I never really thought about that in the past, even when, you know, like looking for services on my own. So I just feel like getting the opportunity to actually kind of prepare the marketing and just learn more about what it takes to have your own private practice, just changed my perspective on therapists in general. Mm -hmm. One of the things about marketing is really understanding who you're communicating to and what are the struggles they're going through. What if you learned about the struggles of therapists. So, and I feel like this can honestly be applied to everybody and not even just therapists, but just having those boundaries with people and just 
especially with clients, like if somebody isn't necessarily, I'm trying to think of the specific word. Like when somebody's trying to, oh, a no-show, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Look at you, Blake, that's awesome. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, things like that, just basically having those boundaries to be like, okay, these are my specific terms and this is when I'm available. Like, this is what I can help you with, just kind of things like that. Because I know that it's very easy, especially like if you really feel for other people to yeah. want to support them on a continuous basis, but you sure. also need to make sure to have that space for yourself and to right. just take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. You bring up a good point and just even saying, what's the word? There's something about when you outsource your marketing, for those of you who are listening, it's important that the person understand the language of both you and the client, right? So uh, Blade would call it a no-show because you all would call it a no-show as listeners. And then your clients may call it like a cancellation, you know? So really understanding the nuances of language when you're in a niche, it's, it's a learning curve, but you, I mean, you've taken it on and really run with it. Sometimes I'm, <laughs> I've looked at copy. I'm like, did I write that? Or did Blade write that? I don't remember. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I thought it would be kind of neat to talk about what it's like to work on launching courses and things like that, because it is something that many therapists are curious about and want to do. And it always gets brought up as passive income. Tell me your thoughts on courses as passive income. So I'm not saying that it eventually couldn't get to that point, but I feel like when you're starting out, there's kind of even just like the back end with marketing, there's a lot of things with, I'm going to use our emails, for example, that people okay. don't realize that you have to do like automations and tagging and just making sure that everybody's getting the right thing. Right. So People see like the front of these courses, for example, and they think, oh, you know, that's it. But you have to be aware of everything in the background, like the billing and just setting things up to make sure that everything's working properly. There's just there's a lot more than what you initially think. And you also might have to, of course, in the case of what we do, you have to update things over time to make sure that it's the most relevant and actually providing value to people, because that's really the whole point of it at the end of the day. Yes. I love that you said that. So. <laughs> I you are the person who catches the little bits behind the scene. You know, there is a complicated, in some ways it's complicated tagging system. So what we're talking about is that when someone opt-ins on your website or signs up on your newsletter, how do you know where they came from, what things they've looked at so that you can provide value based on their needs. So in ZinniMe, we have buckets, you know, people who are starting, growing, successful, or have a group practice. Um, and that allows us to send custom content as needed. We have custom trainings coming up as well. And sometimes the wires get crossed. We found out recently that people were getting a ton of emails, but it was from our community and not really directly from us, but it looks like it's from us. So people are like, you email all the time or no, it's just like your Facebook notifications. It's your mighty network notifications. You have it set up to email you, but it looks like I'm emailing constantly. I'm like, I'm not, I'm so confused. And we finally figured it out. And now we have to do some education around that. So there's all these, like these little things. I, you know, if I want to change one thing about an opt-in, it has a ripple effect and then Blade has to go and check everything and make sure that triggers work and zaps are working and it's not very passive. 
it's not, but I'm grateful to have a team to help because I mean, for the longest time, it's been me and Miranda that did all of that. And by bringing you onto the team, it's allowed us to do more of the vision, more of the strategy, more of the content of thinking of what do we, what do we want to bring to the forefront? What do we want to teach on? Who do we want to feature? So that way we're still bringing the value. And then you're making sure that value gets delivered in a way that people can digest it um, and make it easy for them, I think. And so I've always really, I've appreciated your attention to detail. I know that that's been an important part, which I want to talk about a little bit. I'm just curious. I know we're kind of going off here, but you are a person who pays attention to detail. Would you agree? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Okay. And so our team is different. We're all different. Some of us are detail oriented. I'd say I'm kind of in between. I like detail, but not too much. And then Miranda's probably more, not so in the detail. She's more in the, she likes to hold vision and big perspective. What is it like being a detail-oriented person when it comes to marketing? So for me, I guess it, that could apply to two areas. One, of course, is like the copy itself and a lot of things. I'm down to the point where like it has to be the specific capitalization or punctuation. Like I'm down to that level of detail because that's just kind of what I've grown up with. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also just, of course, with automations, making sure that everything is not only set up properly, but also set up in an efficient manner. So like, for example, if something could be done in like two steps instead of three steps, then just make sure that it's set up that way. instead. Mm-hmm. And that's what's nice about working with you, because sometimes I don't see all of the steps and then you can flesh them out or I create we can create too many and then you simplify And for those of you who are listening, you may be wondering, why are you talking about this? Because I think it's really important that when you bring people onto your team, that they aren't exactly like you. That said, I probably frustrate you sometimes. (laughs) Let's just be real. Like when I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. And you're like, what's the detail? I'm like, I don't know yet. (laughs) And so I figure it out. I kind of just go with it. (laughs) Yeah. We end up. Yeah. You've gotten really flex. You've had to get more flexible. I think because of us and our harebrained ideas sometimes, but I think it is important that we're not the same um, because you have gifts and talents that I, I don't, and it makes the team work better. And for any therapist who is hiring, you want to think about that when you have support staff, um, particularly if you have clinical supervisors, admins, billers, uh, marketing people that are helping you, you want them to bring something to the table that you don't, um, and that can challenge and refine you as a business owner. And you do that for us for sure, Blade. So what are you seeing? Because you do interact in our community as well. Yeah. You aren't just behind the scenes. You do know our clients. Um, in our free community, in our paid communities, I see you chime in. I've seen you comment. Um, we all kind of help each other out. So if someone can't answer the emails, I've seen you do it. Uh, I mean, so what do you see happening with therapists right now when it comes to their marketing, what their big struggles are and what they're needing? I feel like the biggest challenge that I'm seeing, at least lately when I've been in there, is like setting up the websites and getting that we call it the ATP, the Authentic Transformation Proposition. Yes. Like just the kind content. of getting that message right out there so that, mm-hmm. you know, 
the right clients come to you. I think that that's definitely a struggle because I know from, at least from my understanding, like that's not really what they teach you in graduate school. No, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> that's what I've been hearing. Yeah. The website stuff and making the copy really connect to the pain and be relevant and also informative of what therapy is and what it's like with you as the therapist. And we have some free trainings on that for those of you who are listening, who may want help with that. When you think about our marketing, where do you see us growing into? Because we're not perfect, y'all. Just so you know, been doing it 11 years. I don't know, over 11 now. It's not perfect. It's still growing and changing. Where do you see us growing into? One thing that I've been particularly interested in uh-huh. It was interesting to say on the podcast. Like, That's all right. Um, I feel like, because I personally really enjoy email marketing, and I think that there's even more opportunities to kind of expand upon our emails. Not saying more for anybody listening to this. <laughs> They're all like, um, email me more. <laughs> but just, I'm kind of interested in doing something where we take like our blog content, like that longer form stuff, and kind of translate it into emails and see do people enjoy just receiving things straight to their inbox? Because then you know, instead of opening these emails, we provide them some value and then we bring them somewhere. Everything is just right there in the email. So Mm. I personally would like to experiment with that Mm -hmm. and see how that could play out. Yeah. So this isn't, I actually love that you shared this because this is another example for therapists who are listening to hear the value of having a team of having someone say, I have an idea you know, and then we can test it and see how it goes. You know, it's been a long time since we've done something like that. And just because something we tried five years ago, we didn't stick with doesn't mean that you can't test again, because people have changed, the needs have changed, the way we're processing information, I think, especially since the pandemic has shifted. So I think that's a good idea. Why don't you put that on the list for us to look at? Sounds good to me. I mean, I'd be happy to do it. Create a project. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's try and see if that's really relevant. You know, there's thought put behind the communication and we should never be sending out things just to send out. Um, I remember it was like the end of the year and I, we were out and I'm like, let's just not send an email. We're all out anyway. Why do we want to look like we're working? We're not. Um, let's just take a break. We'll give everyone a break. No one, no one needs this right now. You know, we just need to rest. Um, and so when we come back, we think about why am I sending this email? What is the purpose? How is this going to be helpful? It's never about like, you know, manipulation. It's about service. How can we have service in this? Whether or not you decide to work with us or not, that you're giving us a gift of a uh, per- personal information, your email address, and how do we respect that and uphold that space? Um, even when the technology does fail, like, what was it? A link didn't go out. And so then we had to resend an email and we hate having to do that, but then we're like, but it really didn't go out and we have to, and it's yeah. never a ploy. It really is because something got messed up. <laughs> you know. And we strategize yeah. <laughs> about all of those things. There's a conversation behind every email that goes out. Yeah. You kind of have to stay up to date with the software too, because things are changing so much. That's kind of how that stuff happens. Like, yeah, I could go into the whole thing, but <laughs> I'll leave it at that. It's a lot of like tech. And I, I think the good thing is it's, 
I don't have to know everything anymore. I, I used to do all the things, right? And so I had to stay up on top of everything. But now with a team, um, you teach me, I teach you, and you know things of how certain things work that I don't even know. We have SOPs if I ever needed to go in there and, and look, but there is value in having support in your business and value. And I'm not saying everyone needs a, a marketing assistant or anything like that. So therapists who are like, I want to hire a marketing assistant. You have to train them. I mean, Blade, when you came, what do you, what did you, what knowledge did you come with versus what knowledge you have now? Um, I feel like I had the knowledge of copywriting and just general use of like Canva, which we use to create our graphics. Yeah. But when it came to like convert kit and automations and all that kind of stuff, even lead pages, like setting up those event pages, I, yeah, yeah, that was all new to me. Um, so I feel like I've learned a ton over yeah. the, what it's been like a year and a half at this point. A year and a half. Been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot more than that, but those just are what specifically coming to mind at the moment. Yeah. And you started with us in your internship, right? Yeah, it was, when was that? I think it was what, October, 2020. And then I became, I was like official team member, January, 2021. Yeah. After your internship. Yeah. Yeah. So while I had knowledge, we ended up distilling that knowledge to you. And then as things have continued to evolve, you've gained new knowledge that I don't even have. So so there is training and all of that. But whoever your team is, I really recommend that they be a little different than you, that they have a different personality. Diversity is important here, y'all. You don't, you don't need the same kind of people and that have different interests and values. We still want alignment, but that really bring a different perspective because it will make you better as a team. I feel like we are better as a company because we have people like you, Blade, on our team. Thank you. Um, yeah. And I love just hearing your, I love you sharing, like marketing isn't just this, I'm going to put up a website. There's a lot of behind the scenes, little things that people will forget or don't know when they're stepping into it, that it's important to realize that the more tech we add to our marketing, the more kind of complex it can be. And it's important to learn those little details or have someone who loves learning those details as well. Well, what are you excited about that's happening in Zinimi for this year? Like, what are you really looking forward to? Um, I feel like I keep going back to emails. I'm just excited to be more involved in like the newsletters in general. Just awesome. all that up. I'm excited <laughs> too. Kind of vague, but... No, I'm excited because I'm not feeling creative. So I, I think it'll be good to have your perspective and it might spark my creativity more. And I think it'll be good. We have a lot of events coming up. So yeah, about that, <laughs> right? And, and so, in the past, we've gotten to play off of emails from prior events that are the same, and this year we have all new stuff, and so it's all new emails and it's all all brand new. So that'll be fun. Be a lot of writing. I'm glad you like writing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness you like writing. I do too. And times I do it. I go through spurts where I'm into it and not. So Blade, thank you for doing your first podcast with me. Of course. You did great. Do you see that you did great? Yeah. It, you know what? It did go better than I was expecting. I didn't know if I was going to yeah. like freeze up, but for the mo- I can't really say I did overall. No, you didn't. 
But I'm hoping this has been fun for the therapists listening, that they're inspired to think about ways that they could get team support, but also just thinking about their marketing and where are they feeling creative? What's going to, what are they going to test and play with this next year? And um, if you're new to us and you can subscribe to this podcast, but you can also go check us out at zinnime.com slash free. There's free trainings. We have a lot of support for you and a lot of wonderful people who are behind the scenes thinking about you and really wanting to help serve you because we all at this company value mental health care and making it more accessible and providing quality services to our communities. And you are part of that vision for us. And we are so glad that you found us. So have a good rest of your day. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Blade, for being here. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Starting a Counseling Practice podcast. Just a reminder, if you want some support in your private practice, we have an upcoming free training on creating a subpoena process. So check it out at zinnime.com and we'll see you next time.